Hello. Hey, everybody. How we doing? It's Wednesday. It sure the fuck is. <laughs> Welcome to the confessional booth. And we are back at it again for another crazy round of retail. Are you guys ready <laughs> for the tea? Because we are spilling the piping hot tea. Make sure that you send us your tea at Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com. And away we go. Hey guys, it's Amy and Lexi. Sure is. And we're here on episode 37 Confessions of Retail, all the tea. So we have. What, three more episodes before we take our break? Yes, ma'am, we sure do. We're going to hit the big 4-0, and then we're going to let you guys have a break. We know you'll you miss us. It'll be okay. But just think of all of the great tea we'll have for you guys when we come back after the holiday season. <laughs> Bitches be tripping. <laughs> you know how there's like dudes and dudettes? <laughs> We need a, a male version of that word. <laughs> it's me. I'm bitches. No. It's me. I'm bitches. I be tripping. <laughs> we all be tripping. <laughs> and we're going to come back new and improved. So, Lexi, let's just jump in. Tell me how your weekend went. Oh, I hope your tea is ready, girl. Piping hot. Is ready. I just filled my cup. Fresh out the Keurig. <laughs> um, so, first off, I DoorDash on the weekends. Literally any place that it's busy. So, like, this weekend could be totally different places than last weekend. And I went downtown in our capital and had to pick up a McDonald's order. Well, first off, this is the most unorganized McDonald's in the history of the planet. They were like, what's DoorDash? And I'm like what? looking at their half-used roll of DoorDash stickers. And I'm like, come on. All of these things here. We know that you know what you're supposed to do here. Let's get it. Come on. Then this dude walks up. He's like, order number, blah, blah, blah. Drops it on the counter. Doesn't even wait for somebody to grab it and walks off. This dude walks up, grabs the bag. And then this other dude's like, hey, man, that was my fucking food. And, like, a whole ass fight oh. broke out oh. over, like, a fucking cheeseburger and some fries. It oh. wasn't even, like, a lot of food. It was, like, one of those tiny bags. Oh, dear God. So they, like, start fighting, fighting. Fries go flying all over oh. the lobby. <laughs> that is a waste and of french fries. <laughs> the dude that dropped the order on the counter walks out and tries to break up the fight and ends up getting swung on by one of the dudes and so he starts fighting too oh my <laughs> keep in mind the boys are out in the car so i'm like don't die you have children don't die <laughs> make it through this these three now are like scuffling through the lobby like on the floor rolling giving in like half drawn punches it was ridiculous mcdonald's floors are usually so sticky too well they didn't stick to them that's what you're asking <laughs> they were they were moving <laughs> over fries and over cheeseburger fries. So then, good god i didn't get my order 
And so not only did this fight end, but some other employee had to completely reset the screen and find all these orders. What's a DoorDash? <laughs> By the time I got this order, right, it was like 20 minutes late because we're timed on our deliveries. And so it was like 20 minutes late. Oh my. On top of, by the time I was leaving, cops were getting there. Ah! They were getting there to do, deal with this whole fight breaking out. You, I and can then, only imagine, like, you get to the door and you're like, sorry, fight, cheeseburgers flying everywhere. <laughs> I didn't even, like, they, like, nodded their heads and I did the head nod back. And <laughs> like, like all right, boys, yep. let's go about our business. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm super late on my delivery, so... <laughs> <laughs> so then I changed my location to get the hell out of there. You're like, mm -mm. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, three deliveries <laughs> in, a fight breaks out. Totally cool. Um, so I went up to a, one of the surrounding townships. This one should be named Roundaboutville because it's just fucking roundabouts. Fucking hate Fun roundabouts. fact about this place. No one knew how to drive roundabouts. <laughs> so we've got people cutting people off, blaring their horns, literally like every five seconds, somebody's honking their horn. I don't know <laughs> who spilled the stupid juice this weekend, but it was spilt. <laughs> <laughs> literally half of this town is roundabouts. Some of them are even like figure eight roundabouts and people- What? Like, figure eight? Oh, like the ones that you, they kind of look like peanuts. Yep. <laughs> You know exactly where I'm talking about. Ugh. There's like a million of them. And <laughs> if you don't know how to drive roundabouts, go somewhere else. Because Jesus. Oh my gosh. Like, I almost got in probably a dozen accidents just from people not understanding how to traffic you and yield. You yield. You don't just go for it. There is no stop sign on the roundabout. You have to wait your turn. God forbid any of them waited. Nobody knows Clearly, how to Clearly, they wait. needed to get there. Oh my gosh, I was so mad. By the time I got to where I had to be for my delivery, I'm like, here's your food. I hate roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> then, I had an order at Chick-fil-A. Right. God's chicken. God's chicken. Well, apparently, God's children don't shop there anymore because this dude... <laughs> has like the newest car just rolled off the dealership and he and his family are going to get in and he like rips open his car door and it hard hits my car uh excuse you and like i we make eye contact and he just smiles like hello and so i rolled on my window i was like you just hit my fucking car what are you smiling about what's so funny and then he goes he says then you should just move your damn car. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You don't hit somebody's car and then blame it on them. He's lucky I was in a hurry because I was like, ooh, should I get your plate? <laughs> I was not close to this dude at all. Like, he was angry when he was walking out or something because he, like, ripped his door all the way open to its fullest extent. And he was not a big dude. He was a twig. He was just being a jackass. Just rude and angry. Oh my goodness. So now I have this nice little line. This white line from where his paint decided to 
be a part of my car <laughs> forever. <laughs> the rude ass attitude. You'll forever remember the rude guy from Chick Fil A. I hope he chokes on a waffle fry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was uh that was as exciting as my weekend got, which is actually a lot. That was, I think the biggest one was that fight at McDonald's because I'm like, you guys, there are fries flying everywhere. Why are we big mad over this meal? Or <laughs> like no? you, you, you mad mad. <laughs> they were scary mad. I was like, whoa, is it that important? Yes. Does it mean that much to you? It does. Like, the other dude's order was worth more, so you could have just traded up, buddy, but you had to be a dick. <laughs> That's my cheeseburger. I don't know you. So <laughs> That's my purse. <laughs> All right. Amy, how was your weekend, girly? So, the district manager came in, and um, I closed one night and then opened the next day, right? Mm-hmm. And I accidentally took the store phone with me (laughs) i do that from time to time like i stick it in my like sweater pocket and i forget to take it out before i leave and i was helping a customer the next morning while the district manager was there and so they were at the front of the store and the phone starts ringing and we couldn't find the phone anywhere they're like i hear it where is like they're like I'm going crazy right like I'm am I hearing a phone or am I not hearing a phone? <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, where's the phone? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's in my purse. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because I got into the car and I'd already locked up the store, turned on the alarm, and started driving away. By the time that I realized that I had the phone in my pocket. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I'm not going back, right? So I just stick it in my purse so that way I don't forget it when I come back the next morning. But I forgot that I stuck it in my purse. (laughs) So they're just like, where's the phone? Where's that ringing coming from? (laughs) And I was like, the phone's in my purse. (laughs) And, And they're like why is the phone in your purse? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, don't ask questions. (laughs) It's in my purse. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we got a new customer this weekend. He does like light work and stuff for uh, concerts. Just really cool. He was telling me about all these different um, celebrities that he's done like concert shows for. You know, one of oh, the that's cool. Yeah, he uh, he he was working in Kansas City, right? So I was like, Kansas City, you ever do some work for Tech Nine? And he was like, Yeah, actually, I have. I, I I've I've done quite a few shows for Tech Nine. I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like. Oh, fangirling. <laughs> um, come to find out, dude's my neighbor. Like, <laughs> he lives just like three houses down. And I'm like, oh, I need to become your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about how cool tech was. And I was telling him about how my uncle, um, you know, he's a music producer. And he did a song with Tech Nine and Twisted. 
and he was like, "Well, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> that I'm was highlight the fact that those are some really unusual artist name drops for us. Is it? I don't not... know. I mean, okay, me knowing me and me knowing you, no, but our uh, persona uh, yeah. versus that music selection. <laughs> like, <laughs> We don't really uh, talk about it all that much, do we? <laughs> but Lexi and I are down I with really clown for life, yo. <laughs> um, oh, I actually went to a concert, uh, a Tech Nine concert, and Chris Calico concert, Calico, or however you want to say. It. Anyway, so Chris I got Calico, Calico. <laughs> Chris is really cool. I got to meet him. Um, and Tech has, like, these bodyguards that I was, like, I was convinced that they're, like, twins or something. Come find out that they're just, like, cousins. I, I'm like, are you sure that they're not just clones? Because <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> they look the exact same. <laughs> For but, not clones, they sure look a little clony. <laughs> <laughs> what is that not a word? <laughs> there was this guy that came in the other night, and dude was tweaking balls, like straight oh. up tweaking balls. Those are my least favorite kind of customers, and they are too far common anymore. I know, right? Like just way too common, especially in the Midwest. Oh. <laughs> it's like. What do we have in Indiana? Corn and meth. Lots of meth, apparently. <laughs> Lots Work in retail. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. This dude, so this dude is like tweaking balls. Okay, he's like grinding what few teeth he has, and like making uh-huh. making the face. You know, making the face at me and his eyes like they that like unga dunga thing. <laughs> he's like, Ugh. and his eyes like he keeps like. <laughs> Like bolt, like opening his eyes, like and then like closing them a little, and he just like keeps like going, like I'm like whoa, whoa, <laughs> pick an expression and stick with it, bud. <laughs> and he just starts like scratching the crap out of his stomach, right? He like first at first he just like first of all, it's freaking like cold outside. There's snow on the ground. This dude's coming in in jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> and um red flag and saying. he comes up to the counter and he's looking at me and he's asking me questions and he lifts his shirt a little bit just enough for him to like start scratching his stomach and then he like moves up to his chest and he's just like scratching the crap out you know like just scratching scratching and there's a customer behind him waiting and waiting behind him for me to ring him up this dude straight up takes off his fucking shirt and just starts scratching the shit out of his chest. I'm like, holy shit. Like, sir, you need to put your shirt back on. Like, if you need to go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> Jesus could you, could you not? Room. Like, please don't. <laughs> Jeez, Blue Pete, no way. Yeah, I would have been like, sir, you need to keep your clothes on in the store. Yes, I was like, uh, could you put your shirt back on, please? (laughs) He was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Did you forget that you were in public? (laughs) Good Um, God. I don't think he even knows that he's human anymore. (laughs) I don't know what they feel like when they're on that stuff, but I know what it looks like. (laughs) Yeah, I've never. Does it look like a fun time? No, it does not. 
Like, they're like grinding their teeth and itching all over. They have the, like, it's like a sway. Like, they can't sit still. They're just swaying. Oh, my gosh. It's like ADHD times a thousand. It, like, makes me nauseous just standing there watching them because I'm trying to, like, focus, but they keep moving. I'm like, oh, my God, sit still. It makes me anxious. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Like, I know, and you know, and I know that you know. And I don't want you in my store anymore. Right? <laughs> like, I can't even conceal that face, <laughs> the facial expression I'm making. Because I'm just like, why did you leave your house like this? I mean, the first question I just skip over anymore. Why do you do meth? Right. <laughs> I'm not I mean... even going to ask. <laughs> but why did you leave your house doing this? <laughs> why? <laughs> Go back there. <laughs> no one will, well, I was about to say no one will kick you out. But. <laughs> <laughs> People need to find better hobbies. Seriously. Like I cross stitch. You know how much healthier cross stitching is than meth. <laughs> better for your teeth. <laughs> oh, I mean, unless you're cross stitching with your teeth, then I can't help you. <laughs> it still might be healthier though. <laughs> okay, and um, just one more thing. Did you notice? Or, or I don't know if you have or not, but they've remade Blue's Clues. Again. Again? Again. So Nuh-uh. there was Blue's Clues with Steve, now. and then there was Blue's Clues with Joe. Now it's uh, Blue's Clues with this guy named Josh. But so my girls, they were like really wanting to watch the new Blue's Clues. My oldest, when she was little, she loved Blue's Clues. She watched Blue's Clues all the time. Anytime I wanted to get anything done around the house, I just had to sit her in her bumbo in front of the TV and put on Blue's Clues. <laughs> she would just sit there and rattle her, like shake her rattle anytime that they were singing, and she was just really into it. So I wasn't surprised when she really wanted to watch the new Blue's Clues. But so they revamped it, you know, because they have to make it, they have to keep it relevant, right? And times have changed since when I was younger. I don't understand (laughs) how you can revamp Blue's Clues. Well, so here's... You jump into paintings. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, this guy named Josh is now in charge of taking care of Blue. And he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. (laughs) So, he has to pull out his handy-dandy notebook, which has an iPad on it, for him to be able to call Steve and Joe the very first episode steve was on there i was like oh shit (laughs) it was like it was like a blues clues exception it was weird it was like steve joe josh all at once (laughs) and um the freaking mailbox doesn't even deliver mail anymore now they come and tell you that you have email I know, but, you know, people really don't get much snail mail these days anyway. I do. I mean, I get bills. I still get mail. I don't really get... I mean, I get cards from my grandparents from time to time. (laughs) Other than bills, that's about it. I don't really get anything else in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I guess I do get a lot more emails, but what? (laughs) So, it's changed up a bit but you gotta keep with the times i suppose i don't really know how i feel about it because (laughs) i used to love blues clues when i was younger i was a little old when blues clues first came out like i i think i was in like sixth grade but my brother 
who's five years younger than me, he loved to watch Blue's Clues. So when I was in sixth grade, you know, he was in third grade. <laughs> and um, we would watch Blue's Clues every day when he when we got home from school. So I had to email, I had to, not email, I texted my brother about all of this bullshit with the Blue's Clues. And he was like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. And he was like, yes, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but the girls like it, so I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> um Yeah, that was that's about it for me. Um, so I guess we're going to move on to in the news now. Ooh, in the news? Yeah. And now for in the news. The news. How much do we love shit shows? Tell me, Amy, how much do we love shit shows? Enough to go and find news articles. Oh, yeah. The best ones, too. Somebody else wrote it. We're here to read it. News break. All right, Amy. What is your article this week? My news article. Three Indiana judges suspended for drunken brawl outside White Castle restaurant. <laughs> I read this article. <laughs> I love it. It's the best. Okay. Three Indiana state judges. State judges. <laughs> like, let's just <laughs> yep. put that out there. State judges. Um, have been benched without pay after a wild alcohol-fueled fight outside a White Castle restaurant in Indianapolis that ended with two of the judges getting shot. <laughs> um, I have a few additional questions. <laughs> what? And also, what? <laughs> right. In an order issued Tuesday, the Indiana Supreme Court said the judges deserved unpaid suspension ranging from 30 to 60 days because their actions were, That's it? Yeah. We're Just not 60, 60 days. Yeah. Bang, 30... bang, pew, pew. I can take off two months, no problem. Right, without pay. <laughs> I mean, okay, the without pay part kind of sucks, but I feel like it should be a little more than two months long. Right. They said it was because their actions, quote, were not merely embarrassing on a personal level. They discredited the entire Indiana judiciary, quote. <laughs> you think? <laughs> like, That's come on, cool, man. <laughs> people this are already <laughs> people are already like ragging on Indiana for so many other things. Okay, like let's just go ahead and add this to the list. <laughs> I mean, maybe not add it, but definitely bolded and underlined. <laughs> <laughs> the order found that Andrew Adams and Bradley Jacobs, both judges on the clark circuit court and sabrina bell a self-proclaimed mouthy drinker on the crawford circuit court <laughs> engaged in judicial misconduct by appearing in public in an intoxicated state and behaving in an injudicious manner injudicious injudicious <laughs> i didn't even know that was a word <laughs> The order said the trio were out socializing the night of April 30th ahead of a professional conference and kept the party going into May 1st with a 
3 a.m. trip to a local strip club that was closed when they arrived. Apparently, well, they were um, upset. You know bars close at three, right? It's, it's, it's in the laws. You know the laws, right? You're a judge for the state, right? <laughs> Only Monday through Friday. <laughs> the group then walked to a nearby White Castle where two men shouted something out the window of a passing car, according to the order. Judge Bell extended her middle finger to the passerbyers who pulled into the White Castle parking lot and exited the vehicle. Judge Bell, who was intoxicated, has no memory of the incident, but concedes that the security camera video showing her making this gesture. <laughs> oh, I don't remember, but I it guess sure you did. Got me. <laughs> you got me, so whatever. After a verbal exchange between Judge Bell and the passerbyers, a physical confrontation ensued. At one point, Jacobs allegedly held Kaiser down on the ground and raised his fist. At another point, Adams kicked Kaiser in the back. The confrontation ended when Kaiser pulled out a gun, shot Judge Adams once, and shot Judge Jacobs twice. Wow. <laughs> Adam suffered a single gunshot wound to the abdomen and underwent two emergency surgeries, including a colon resectioning. Oh my goodness, he got shot in the booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That'll learn him. <laughs> um his Did blood out good westerning. <laughs> I did good on my Midwesterning. You know. Oh. <laughs> His blood alcohol level allegedly clocked in at 0.213. That's high, considering the legal um is 0.08. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't driving, though. So. No, but they were out in public. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jacobs suffered two gunshot wounds to the chest and was hospitalized for two weeks. His blood alcohol level was 0.177. Judge Bell's double. <laughs> yeah. Judge Bell's double. blood alcohol level was not tested, but she was intoxicated enough that she lacks any memory of the incident. I think she should be tested at that point. Right. Um Didn't she the one that shot? No, she didn't shoot. She caused the fight. The the two passerbyers, okay. one one of the two passerbyers was the one that shot the other two. Like, she's the one that instigated the fucking fight, and she didn't get shot nor tested. Like, what? <laughs> anyway. I feel like she definitely should have been tested, at least. <laughs> Maybe not so much shot. I don't think that should happen to anyone, but <laughs> she definitely needed to be tested. On that level of an incident, all y'all. All y'all. <laughs> <laughs> on, on September 9th, Adams pleaded guilty to misdemeanor battery of Kaiser and was sentenced to 365 days in jail with 363 days suspended. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Does that mean that he only that spent two days in jail? jail? For two fucking days. For shooting yeah. two judges? All right. Wow. <laughs> the order listed several mitigating, mitigating factors in the case including Bell's attempt to break up the fight and her call to 911 as soon as shots were fired. 
It then said Adams would serve a 60-day suspension without pay, and both Jacobs and Bell would serve 30-day suspensions without pay. Wait a minute! Bell is the woman! Bell is the one that caused the fucking fight! Why is she getting less, and why is the dude that got shot twice the one that's getting more? <laughs> anyway. Wow. The order said Bell admitted to police she gets out of control when she drinks. I'm not denying... That I said something or egged it on, she told police, according to the order. I mean, I fully acknowledge that I drink and get mouthy and I'm fiery and I'm feisty. But if I would have ever thought for a second that they were going to fight or that that guy had a gun on him, I would never. <laughs> um, I'm out of control, but if I would have known the consequence of my actions... I would probably be in control. <laughs> um, I don't think that's how You're a fucking state judge. <laughs> I can't believe she got the easiest out of all three. She didn't get tested and she only had 30 days. Right? I disagree with that decision, guys. <laughs> this is why people are laughing at Indiana. <laughs> this is one of the, the things. One of the things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just adding on to the list, okay? <laughs> I think we might need to work on the opposite direction where we're taking away from this list. It's kind of extensive now. It's a, Come on, it's guys. a list. You're not it's helping. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bell. <laughs> she's fiery oh. and she's feisty. <laughs> so, yeah. So am I, but I don't think I would have gotten only 30 days. Uh, no. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and you definitely would have gotten tested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And judged. Hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's my news article. So what's your news article? Is it as exciting as mine? I don't think it's as fiery. <laughs> and feisty. <or> feisty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, JC Penny is testing out new concepts for workout and video game lounging areas in their stores. Really? I thought like a lot of JC Penny's closed anyway. That's more up here. This one is in Texas. Ah, Texas. So their headquarters is down there, so I don't know if they're gonna ever push that up all the way up north, but we'll see. Uh, retailer JCPenney is testing out new concepts it could roll out to some of its locations as it seeks a way to return profitability. The chain has remodeled its store in Hearst, Texas, with a fitness studio, video game lounge, and cafe, Wall Street Journal reported. Uh, JCPenney is also offering style classes, hair and makeup workshops, and cooking gadget demonstrations at the location, according to the report. There are 11 lounges a hair salon, barbershop, and shoeshine station. Shoeshine station. Fitty... <laughs> I know, right? Who does that anymore? <laughs> uh, the store's fitting rooms have interactive mirrors that let shoppers order items to be delivered by employees. That's cool. Like, you know what? I grabbed the wrong size pants. Has to leave fitting room, walk all the way back over, grab new size, walk back to the fitting room. Or I could just push this button. Hey, fam. Give me hey. a size 11. These pins are a little snug. Help me out. <laughs> While parents are trying out yoga or other fitness classes, their children can watch movies at the store's clubhouse. Uh, the clubhouse also offers arts and crafts days for children. 
the idea of being tested at the Hearst store, which is located about 45 minutes from JCPenney Company's headquarters, might not be rolling out to all of the company's 850 locations, but they provide some insight into what the company's leaders are thinking as they seek to turn around years of continued losses. So yeah, you're right about all of them. Yeah. Closing down. Um, Penny reported a net loss of $48 million last quarter. CEO Jill Soltau, if I'm saying that right, said she was pleased with the progress the company has made in lowering its costs, increasing margins, and reducing its inventory. While we still have work to do on our top line, I strongly believe that growing sales in an unprofitable way is simply not an option, Soltau said in a press release in August. The only way I know how to reconstruct the business is through a holistic approach across all the key tenets of strategic purposeful and effective retailing well that's a mouthful mm-hmm. <laughs> Tao has also moved the retailer back out of the appliance business to focus on its more profitable categories the company partnered with online consignment store spread up in august to carry like new handbags and women's clothes at 30 stores and in september penny said it was launching a new outdoor shop at 100 stores hmm. so uh J.C. Penny coming around, making a comeback. Trying to get that paper. <laughs> Trying to start getting that paper again. Cause, uh, <laughs> I remember when J.C. Penny's used to be like a really cool place to go and get your clothes. It used to be. And then it turned into what? Kohl's and Macy's? Well, I mean, Kohl's... Macy's always makes me think of grandparent clothes. <laughs> Macy's is just really expensive. You know, like... And maybe that's why my grandparents are so rich. <laughs> they Mate. had to be loaded but Kohl's, Kohl's is where it's at yo <laughs> Kohl's is still expensive yo they have their Kohl's cash and all of their coupons and stuff it seems expensive but once you get all of the discounts and everything it is not expensive alright so that wraps up in the news before we move on to movie reviews we want to talk about another podcast that is super cool Lexi do you want to talk about it yeah I could talk about it um it's it is cool I love the format I love the idea but it is also a very strong topic very heavy Um, for sure but it, it is definitely heavy but it's the current issue we have in our country and I'm glad someone's speaking out about it yeah uh this podcast is called active shooter um it is a podcast that talks about one of the biggest issues in our country right now. It's uh, mass shootings. This year alone, we've had, what, like 40? They're just, it's just really sad. And we also just had the one just, like, what, two weeks ago? There was just Yeah, one we just had a, another one two yeah. weeks ago. It is a very, it's, it's a very hard topic to discuss, but it's also something that people try and not talk about like we definitely need to talk about these things we need to talk about it yeah it's something our nation as a whole should stop sweeping under the rug because the problem is it's been swept under the rug for so long that it's just happening more and more and more yes the um the production of it is very good it's a it's a very well produced podcast um it's it's obviously a very heavy and hard subject but 
it definitely shine light it it shines light on it so um again it's called active shooter and we're going to plug in their promo for you guys and if you like it give them a listen The investigation into the high school massacre Parkland is... Parkland High School massacre. At least 14 dead, 50 injured. 13 people were killed today in a mass shooting. That includes a suspected gunman. Coming soon, Active Shooter, a podcast that studies the psychology, motives, and methods behind some of the most notorious active shooters in North America and beyond. East Alameda Avenue. They're saying somebody's shooting in the auditorium. We will discuss the whys the hows, and most importantly, the proposed solutions. Can the proper mix of mental health services and gun access put a stop to what has now become an accepted everyday occurrence? Have we become desensitized and accepting of this new phenomenon? Join us as we break down each case and discuss the failures that led to each event and how we can identify and stop them in the future. Join us soon. And please subscribe to Active Shooter. All right, guys. Remember, if you like them, go check them out. And without further ado, Amy, drum roll, please. (laughs) Beautiful drum roll. It's time for movie reviews. Reviews. Beautiful. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, Amy, my pod wife. Yes. The <laughs> very lovely and talented. <laughs> lovely and talented <laughs> and lovely. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. Amy, I know we just went through a little heavy topic with that promo. Yeah. Can I lighten the mood with my first movie here? You can. All right. You ready for this? Oh no. Alright, so this is my official review now that it's come out. The good boys. Alright. I finally watched it and it was so good. <laughs> it's so funny. Hilarious. Also super inappropriate. Note, I loved me, it. It makes me terrified of my oldest getting to that age. <laughs> which is in three years. I'm like, no. <laughs> Okay, so the basis of this movie. It's three sixth-grade boys ditch school and embark on an epic journey while carrying accidentally stolen drugs, (laughs) being hunted down by teenage girls, and trying to make their way home in time for a long-awaited party. Who's Molly? Because she is not with us. (laughs) (laughs) I think my favorite part of that movie is when they are gearing up to meet that one guy who comes to buy the ascension card. (laughs) They find their mom's air quotes weapon closet. Yes. They're like, I didn't know your mom was a ninja. (laughs) (laughs) So they go and greet this guy with a dildo and a BDSM torture mask and anal beads. An owl beads. An owl beads. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, that's our mom back there. (laughs) It's a sex doll that they keep calling a CPR doll. Totally a sex doll. It's a CPR doll. Why do you want 
Why do you want our CPR doll so bad? <laughs> they were like five hundred dollars, and then he was like, "You guys are such idiots. We I would have paid a thousand. And I'm like, "Ugh, it's somebody else's sex doll." <laughs> Remember when I practiced kissing on it earlier? Uh, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's sticky." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That movie is a wild ride, and it is hilarious. So inappropriate. It is totally inappropriate, but it (laughs) it captures the innocence of childhood as you're transitioning into your pubescent tears. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was amazing, and I give it five out of five pews. I loved it. It made me, like, a little sad at the end. Oh, yeah. I was like, like, (laughs) They all, like... Found their niche in middle school life. Yeah, <laughs> I and love the beer sip thing too. <laughs> can I talk when about the how inappropriate it is that their drama teacher is having them do a Rock of Ages musical? I know. <laughs> oh my gosh! When I heard that, I was like, "No way!" <laughs> and they have him fucking doing coke on, like, you know, quote doing coke on stage in front of all these parents. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Um it was amazing. If you can handle raunchy preteens doing terrible terrible things and saying just as bad of things, but, definitely go see it. I mean, okay, so here's the thing about it though. Like it's inappropriate. Yes, the kids cuss a lot. Yes. But guess what? When kids become tweens, that's exactly what they're doing anyway. That is exactly what they're doing in real life too. Like this when is just you're not around, version. when you're not around, they are practicing their fucks. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like, man, I'm gonna cuss you out so bad one day. <laughs> Fuck. <gasps> Nobody heard me. Okay, good. Practice it again, louder this time. <laughs> My favorite part <laughs> is when uh, they. <laughs> They're going to kiss the quote CPR doll, and the other kid's like, "Wait, you can't kiss her without her consent." <laughs> you have to ask for consent. <laughs> and I'm like, "Bravo, bravo!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh my goodness, I loved it. I definitely give it five. Also, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy, what was your first movie? 47 meters uncaged. So how was that one? It's fucking awful. Oh, no. I know. Like, you know how I am about sharks. Yeah, I I know. I love sharks. Shark Week every year. Never miss it. Um, I watch all shark movies ever. (laughs) She really does, you guys. She's not just dramatizing. She would be a shark if she could. It's my number one thing on my bucket list is to go on a shark expedition. To be a shark? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To be a shark. (laughs) What you don't notice? I'm all cartilage, baby. You can only pet me one way because the other way it's all sharp. <laughs> it's all sharp. <laughs> no, uh, to go on a shark expedition. I want to do it one day. It'll happen. Anyway, so 
I loved the first one. It had Mandy Moore in it, and it was fantastic. The second one is awful. <laughs> because it didn't have Mandy Moore in it. No, <laughs> it really didn't matter. Like, the the script was awful. The CGI was awful. It was... It was awful. <laughs> and it breaks... <laughs> like, it was just all around a bad time. It, yep, it was. Uh, zero out of ten. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do not recommend. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wanted it to be good, but I knew that it was going to be bad. Before I even watched it, I knew it was going to be awful. So, like, they're in Mexico, and these girls go into this underwater, like, cave of what used to be, like, Mayan or Aztec. Like, it was like a sacrifice, like a sacrificial area or something. Anyway, so it's all underwater, and I guess this shark had, quote, uh, he he's blind. It blind. There's more than one. <laughs> There's like three okay, or something down there. Uh, sharks don't even use their eyes. But they're blind in general. So they're they're blind sharks because due to evolution and stuff of them being down there, they have no eyeballs, and they... Yeah. I mean, sharks don't really use their eyes anyway, yes, but... I'm like, what do you mean? They literally use their entire bodies to read the area. Yeah, not their like eyes. their electronic, you know, their electromagnetic, all that stuff. But anyway, yes, that stuff, all that stuff, <laughs> scientific stuff. <laughs> um, and I had a calculator, so. and, and I wrote boobs. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all I ever used my calculator for. <laughs> but yeah it was these girls they get like stuck down there and they have to navigate their way through which by the way they each only have like one tank of gas uh not one tank of gas one one tank of air (laughs) (laughs) their little fuel light came on (laughs) i'm running out of heat (laughs) i mean that still happens but it wasn't gas (laughs) (laughs) so they each have one tank of air and magically these tanks last for like ever you know while they're down there freaking out first of all like and being underwater the entire time somehow all of the like don't run out of air until right at the very end (laughs) isn't that how movies always work yeah but um anyway yeah it was bad (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got (laughs) you want to go see how bad it was you go right ahead 47 meters down uncaged (laughs) you're like it sucked you can go watch it if you want but it sucked some people like (laughs) to watch bad movies look don't call me out like that all right (laughs) pod wife to pod wife we know i'm a b-rate chancer i will let them slide as long as they're decent but a lot of them, like, they don't have previews. That's when you know they're really big B, B rate. <laughs> um, but they'll have, like, the menu that says play movie or play trailer. Right. Always play the trailer first. <laughs> That's how you know what you're getting into. Well, oh, my gosh. I... There was this one. It was, like, Family of Zombies, right? Oh, and the makeup was so bad that it looks like my nine-year-old literally went into their special <laughs> effects. I was like, wow, you put this on a DVD? 
I mean, I would have definitely done it if it was his effort and say for just me, but I wouldn't have released it to the public. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when I seen the preview for it, I could tell that the CGI for the shark was bad. And I was like, man, hopefully it was just like a bad like preview or something. But no, the CGI for the shark was awful the entire freaking movie. <laughs> You're like, this isn't even a shark, man. <laughs> you can tell. Like animorphs. <laughs> you can tell the entire freaking time that it's just nothing but CGI. You know that um, Nicolas Cage movie, the, based on true story, USS Indianapolis? Yeah. So the CGI for the sharks in that movie was pretty bad also. But the movie itself yeah, I was, was about to say they were pretty bad. Yeah, that was bad. But the movie was good. Like at least the acting was decent and everything, you know. And and it's based on a true story too, even you know. So that movie was good, even though the CGI was bad. But this movie was bad, and the CGI was bad. <laughs> you gotta pick a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they picked all of the above. <laughs> That's, that's my funny. first review what's your next <laughs> one lexi what was your star rating for that one? Oh, um yeah zero <laughs> <laughs> that's our first zero no not the hey. first one there was another one <laughs> <laughs> it was that uh nicole kidman movie what was it called where she's like an alcoholic uh destroyer that was it Oh, yeah, that one. At least I finished the Uncaged. <laughs> I didn't even finish Destroyed or Destroyer or whatever it's called. I turned it off. <laughs> We're going to go exploring. You ready for my second review? Yeah. It's Dora. Dora, the uh, Explorer. <laughs> Dora, 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 the Explorer. Got a live action movie and I actually liked it. Okay. I liked it too. Um, I thought it was fucking hilarious. It's cute. Um, Diego was so cute. Dora. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was like, hey, Diego, them. what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so um, the synopsis for this one is, having spent most of her life exploring the jungle with her parents, nothing could prepare Dora for her most dangerous adventure yet, high school. Always the explorer, <laughs> she quickly finds herself leading Boots, Diego, a mysterious jungle inhabitant, and a ragtag group of teenagers in a live-action adventure to save her parents and solve the impossible mystery behind a lost Incan civilization. <laughs> There's no such thing as a jungle puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she was just like, she's like, let's sing a song. <laughs> when the girl has to poop. <laughs> I love in the very beginning when she's skipping through the jungle and she's like talking to the camera and she's talking about the frog. Yeah. You remember <laughs> that? And she says this impossibly long thing and she goes, can you say this? <laughs> <laughs> and when they're like sitting down eating breakfast or something and she goes, delicioso. Can you say delicioso? And like her parents are like looking at her like she's crazy and then they're looking at each other and she's just staring at the camera. <laughs> and so then her dad's just like, delicioso. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's an amazing movie. They could not have done better making a live action Dora. 
It was good. I love the part when they accidentally touch those spore flower things and they start and hallucinating. The classical cartoon yeah. Dora. <laughs> <laughs> and she says the rocks like, "Hi," and she goes, "I don't, I don't know, know you, goes, Rock." <laughs> he goes, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, "But I'm glad to meet you." And he goes, "Yay!" <laughs> Super plain voice. <laughs> And I love that Danny Trejo did Boots' voice, even yes. if it was just for one line. It was so good. Well, and uh, Benicio Del Toro was Swiper. No shit. Yeah. I did not know that. That's she great. She keeps going, Swiper, this, no like... swiping! <laughs> <laughs> I have the most ridiculous crush on Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it, okay? I'm just publicly admitting it. <laughs> I love the part when um, <laughs> when they first get uh, kidnapped or lost in the rainforest or whatever, and the girl was like, can we call 911? And then the guy's like, sure, hello, 911, can you come rescue us? We're at the corner of rain and forest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also love at the very end. When everything's all said and done, the adventure's over, and her parents ask if she wants to go with, with them on their next expedition, <laughs> and she says she wants to go back to high school, and they're like, oh, that's so nice, and then she goes away, and they're like, they start crying, and they're like, I'm so happy for her. They're like, what are we going to do without her? <laughs> we have to do it all by ourselves now. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And I love that one kid. He's like, uh, every time they like solve a step in the jungle puzzle, he's like, this is so us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what is that? (laughs) Okay, yes, I love Dora. I give it four and a half pews. Pew, 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 pew. Wait, that was five and a half. I can't count. (laughs) Pew, 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 pew. All right, Amy. What's your second movie? (laughs) My second movie is The Peanut Butter Falcon. I haven't seen that one. How was it? It was amazing. (laughs) Um, So it's got Shia LaBeouf and Dakota Johnson, the girl from Fifty Shades. And it's got Yellow Wolf in it. What? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a big... um, role but he is in it (laughs) i watched it i watched that movie twice in one day like that's how much i loved that movie it was so good um so there's this kid uh well i guess he's not a kid he's a grown man (laughs) but he has down syndrome and he has no family that's living so Dakota Johnson, she works in a retirement home and she's like basically like become his caregiver. And so she puts him in the retirement home <laughs> and he fucking hates it there. Like he doesn't want to be there. He wants to go and become a wrestler. And his wrestling <laughs> name is The Falcon. <laughs> and he loves peanut butter. So then... Um, he escapes from the retirement home and he meets up with Shia LaBeouf and Shia LaBeouf is um, running, trying to 
go to like Florida or something. He's like running away from these dudes that he like pissed off, and he runs into um Zach, and he like he takes him under his. Oh my god, it's like it's like the most wholesome movie that I've seen in like forever. Like they do not make movies like this anymore. It's so good, yeah. so good. I just. I, I don't really want to, like, give away too much because the movie's so amazing, but I definitely give it five out of five pews. It's like, <laughs> I, I like I said, I watched it twice in the same day. Like, it ended and I turned it right back on. <laughs> You're like, nuh-uh. He starts, yeah, was... I told you it wasn't over yet. <laughs> <laughs> and the husband watched it and he loved it, too. Like... I need to see that one too. You really do. It's got um let's see. It's got Thomas Hayden Church in it. He plays this wrestler that Zach like really looks up to. His wrestling name is uh the Saltwater Redneck and <laughs> Zach like it idolizes him and um he has this like really old VHS recording that he watched like 10 times a day. In it is Saltwater talking about his wrestling school. So that's what he wants to do. He wants to escape the retirement home to go to the wrestling school. And Shia takes him to find Saltwater Redneck's wrestling school. Five out of five. It was amazing. I need to see it so bad. Yes. Yes, you do. It is, like I said... Like, one of the most wholesome movies I've seen in a really, really long time. Anyway, are we ready to move on to tea time? We are. Tea time? Tea time? Clink! Amy, what's your first story, girl? We are entering into the holiday season. Right now, we're just kind of, you know, dipping our toes. But eventually, we will be jumping into the deep end. (laughs) Um... So, my first story is called Black Friday is Almost Here. Here's a story how a mother-son brawl resulted in $1,000 plus damages. This is super clever. I, 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 uh, I laughed when I read this. It was Black Friday 2014. The department store was a scare. Children were screaming. Product was everywhere. I stood at my cash register near a complete mental numb. The line weaved in, out, it never reduced by one. Suddenly a crash, what's this about? A boy, barely 14, started to shout. Mom, I hate this place, he said with a sneer. Why, oh why, (laughs) do I have to be here? His mother looked to him. I'm loving the poetry. I know, right? (laughs) His mother looked to him and gave him a playful shove. It's Christmas, baby. It's time to spread love. The boy did not like that. He did not like that one bit. He looked to his mother and planned his hit. His fist was raised, ready to blast his birth giver. Too much time had passed. The boy's hand was starting to quiver. He couldn't do it, I said in my head. If I did that to my mama, I would be dead. (laughs) (laughs) his knuckles slowly lowered into two open palms okay i thought maybe nothing will go wrong instead he delivered a massive shove to his mom 
and there it stood, a misfortunately placed clothing rack, with a metal lip and teeth that can bite back. Not to say it was attractive, but the rack did catch that mother's eye. Blood spouted, staining clothes like primitive red dye. The boy was mortified from the resulting howl. Blood everywhere. His mother, he assumed, was disemboweled. He grabbed white hoodies and thrusted them towards her face. It was too late to contain. Her blood left its mark on this place. A minute did not pass before she stood up and said, I refuse to pay. I replied, ma'am, you're injured. You don't have to worry about that today. (laughs) (laughs) She paused and gave me a squint through her rose-tinted vision. She grabbed her kid and left. This Karen refuses to listen. The end. (laughs) Beautiful poetry. Her fucking kid shoved her into a fucking clothing rack. That is scary. I would never have ever thought of laying a hand on my kid, my my parents ever. Right? I was never like that. I mean, mouthy, sure. Mouthy but for yeah. Pushy? No. <laughs> I knew that would be my googly. <laughs> my you googleizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have a nearly as poetic one. <laughs> Mine is called <laughs> You ready for this? This holiday shit makes me want to walk into traffic. <laughs> 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 this is literally just someone venting about how much they hate working on holidays. And well, having worked holidays myself fucking saying agree. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So they said I hate this. I hate how the closer it gets to Christmas, the more customers expect you to give them a little Christmas miracle. Extended hours have your store open until 10 or 11 at night. Someone will still come in five minutes to close and then beg for an extra 10 minutes to shop because they need something last minute for a work thing or a family thing. And if the staff could help them by giving them an extra 10 minutes to pick out a card or put a quick gift together, it would make their holiday. <laughs> Meanwhile, public transit slows down after 10, and you still have to close up the tills and do all of the final closing stuff you can't do with a customer still in the store. And that extra 10 minutes they think is not a big deal could be the difference between staff catching their bus connections home or waiting an extra 45 minutes in the cold for the next bus. And this is every night some customer wants you to help them out and go the extra mile without thinking maybe the staff would like to go home because it's very late and very cold and they are all very tired. Right? Preach it, sister. Preach it. Oh, that was spoken from the soul of retail. Like, Mm. I'm not a bad person. I'm all about excellent customer service, but... I'm also all for common courtesy and treating retail employees like they are people, humans with lives <laughs> and families, kids. We have holidays too. We have kids to shop for too. Right? We want to go home and be with them. Yes, we have to be here by career choice, but that doesn't mean we want to. <laughs> We're only obligated to be, you know, until close, <laughs> you know. 
the open sign is off. So is my smile. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. All right, Amy. What's your second story? My second story comes from a customer. Ooh. Yeah. The flip side. It's called Waitress Licked My Mum's Plate. What? (laughs) Shit's crazy out there, fam. Another story reminded me of an incident that happened to my mother and I at a local restaurant. That's an incident, all right. (laughs) (laughs) We had gone out to eat at a well-known Canadian chain famous for its rotisserie chicken. Is it like a Boston market? (laughs) Do they have Boston markets up there? I don't know. (laughs) Are they from Canada? (laughs) Canada. Canadians are Canadian, right? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) when we go, we always get their super delicious garlic loaf as an appetizer. Oh, I want a garlic loaf. A whole loaf? A loaf of garlic. (laughs) I'm ready for that. Yes. We were shown to our table and happily ordered our drinks and a garlic loaf and settled in for a nice evening. After a bit, the waitress brought us our loaf and two empty plates. I noticed, however, that my mother's plate had a dark smudge of dirt on it. I politely pointed it out to the waitress, and this is where our evening turned upside down. The waitress looked at the plate, licked her thumb, and rubbed the dirt off the plate and handed it back to my mother. What? (laughs) What? Like, I don't know if the mom technique is uh, applicable to work life. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's I even, only cool if it's your kids, man. <laughs> I even kind of don't like that at all because, I mean, my spit on my kid's face is... <laughs> anyway. I stared... I'm a boy, mom. <laughs> I stared at, at mom in shock, and after I picked up my chin, glared at the waitress and said... Now my mother would like a new plate. (laughs) (laughs) Brings out the other one and licks it too. Oh my goodness. What the hell? We told the manager and she apologized profusely and gave us free pie. Yum. (laughs) A blue, uh, a non-licked plate. (laughs) Um... The next morning, I called the corporate office and told them what happened. The lady on the phone was stunned. She did what? That is not (laughs) proper company policy. (laughs) I don't think that's proper policy anywhere, really. (laughs) You're no kidding. (laughs) Apparently, the entire staff was sent for retraining, and we were given a gift card from corporate for our next visit. (laughs) (laughs) Free pie and a gift card. Nice. <laughs> Was the call to corporate really necessary? No. I mean... <laughs> that was kind of milking an incident. Yeah, kind of. But still, she licked her plate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like after the new plate and the pie, you should have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's funny. So, what's your... Second story. 
it's a lot lighter than my first one. It's <laughs> <laughs> all that Haiti speak of holidays. Ugh. Someone was feeling the bah humbug, but <laughs> this one's titled, Please Change the Use by Date. <laughs> one of my meat market employees was approached by a customer with a question. She told him she wanted to buy a couple packages of our fresh ground beef. However, she needed him to change the use-by date because she didn't want it to go bad before she could use it. (laughs) I don't think that's how this works. (laughs) He told her no, as he obviously couldn't do that, but but suggested she freeze the packages or just come back a few days later. She said no, because she was here now, and that would be an inconvenience. She asked again about the date change, and once again, he said no. Then she got upset and said, well, never mind, and left. (laughs) I think my brain broke a little, as I couldn't possibly understand her thought process and how she makes it through the day. (laughs) Can you just change the date? (laughs) No, I want to buy them all right now, but can they go bad at different times? (laughs) Logic, duh. Her logic, clearly. (laughs) She goes, No, it said it went bad tomorrow. I uh I needed to go bad on Wednesday, okay? Yeah, can we like change this? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Can you imagine somebody coming out with the sticker thing and like they change the dates on it? <laughs> They're like, sure. When do you? What's good for you? <laughs> they she asks for like a month out and she pulls out the most rancid thing of meat in the world. And then she comes back and complains. It's so good. It's so good. Look at the date. <laughs> <laughs> so that concludes tea time. It sure does. Does that mean it's demographics time? It is time for demographics. Lexi, who's our number one city this week? Once again, it's Kenosha, Wisconsin. And I will always say it that way. (laughs) No, it's Wisconsin for Kenosha. (laughs) You know what? It's Kenosha and Wisconsin. (laughs) Put them together. It, It almost makes a whole word. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Glad you like us. We like you right back. (laughs) Amy, what's our second city? So we have a tie for a second. Sure do. Um, It's Fort Worth, Texas. Hey. And West Bend, Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah, you said it that way. (laughs) Yeah, because West Bend (laughs) is Wisconsin. Kenosha is Wisconsin. <laughs> they're the same state. No, nope, they're two different them. states. <laughs> like two different places <laughs> where I think it. <laughs> and who's in third, Lexi? We got Charlotte, North Carolina in third place. They are. They're moving up. They are. They're really inching on the second placers here. Yeah, they are. All right. Amy, I know you love this one. <laughs> who's our fourth place city this week? <laughs> Um, we actually have a three-way tie. <laughs> oh, but I was talking about the first oh, one. Oh, yes, And I know. yes, we do have a three-way tie. But what we got? We got Nacho Chocha. <laughs> 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 Cause 
good old Natchitoches, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> we still love you guys and that flawless fucking name you got. Yep, it's the best. And look who came back to the top. I know, they really just popped back up. Hey, Mountain View, California, welcome back. <laughs> hey. And then who's our uh, our last fourth place? Fishers, Indiana. Hey, Fishers, what's going on? Where well, have you been all our lives? For. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's our demographics for the week. Amy, you got a sign-off quote for us? I sure do. Ooh, let's hear it. You don't inspire people by being perfect. You inspire them by how you deal with your imperfections. Ooh, another heavy hitter. With the depth. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag deep. (laughs) (laughs) All All right, guys. We got three more episodes until the break. Well, this is one, so we got two more. <laughs> After uh-uh. this one, this is thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. 30, yeah. So we have just kidding. More. I don't know how to count. <laughs> we have three more episodes, and Amy's brain left. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we are entering the holiday season. It is about to be a shit show. Oh, and we're ready. Next week, we are going to bring you guys a whole bunch of fun Black Friday stories. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so be ready. Be ready. And uh, right before we go, um, I I already posted this on our social media and everything, but I know not all of you follow us on our social media or are in our groups. Um, If you have ever met a famous person while you were at work, uh, email us and tell us about that encounter. Let us know. were, Were they cool? Were they rude? Were they a Karen? We want to know. Spill that tea. <laughs> yes. Spill it. Email us at... Uh, at confessions of retail, all the tea at gmail.com. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. We sure will. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Amy, do you like this tea? Because I'm loving this tea. I fucking love this tea. If you're loving all of this tea, just like we are, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can also join our group. We have a fans group of Confessions of Retail. You can find the link on our Facebook page. Yes, it is linked to the page. And all of our other links are also in our description for each episode we come out with every week. So if you're loving what we're giving you, please make sure to go and rate and review us on iTunes and even on Facebook, you know, because not everybody has Apple. We don't. If you have tea you want to spill, send that shit our way. You can message us through our Facebook page or you can send us an email at confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Like we always do. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.